of talking yes. to me? Oh, hi. Hello. Um, Countess, I, I wasn't, uh, um, I wasn't expecting you. I wasn't expecting this much stuff. I, do you always travel so well prepared? Oh, um, well, you invited me, so I just kind of assumed I brought all my stuff. I, I, I hope I, that's okay. I, it's, yes, uh, the accommodations won't be a problem, I'm assuming. I, I wasn't really expecting you to fill quite so much of the space. I, oh. oh, um, well, um, you know, um, it, first of all, your estate is absolutely lovely, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate, you know, the invitation. Um, I mean, I can, I can pack up some of the stuff no, and no, no, get no, in no, the corner, no, but no, this, is, this is the kind of the stuff I need. No, no, by, by all means, it's, it, it's not really my estate to offer. I'll just have to check it over with Mendria. Um, no, no, please don't, don't feel like you need to pack it up. We'll, we'll arrange things. We'll get, we'll get it sorted. Okay. Um, well, listen, I wasn't expecting you. I was, still kind of getting unpacked, but I do have my recording gear and studio set up. I, I can see that. It's very impressive. Is this goblin well, engineering? It, you know what? It, it is. Um, Rizak has been, uh, you know, has been oh, getting us, yes. you know, getting me upgrading my gear here and there. And then of course uh, there's, a, there's, um, uh, there's a little bit of gnomish in there as well. I was that I wondering. That's Brother that's Cadfile. why there's fewer explosions. Yes, I kind of needed that. Um, uh, fortunately, Brother Cadfile connected me with you know his dear friend Gadget. So I've got kind of a mixture of gnomish and and goblin tech here. It it seems to it doesn't seem to explode as often as it used to. So that's a plus. Oh my! <laughs> so listen. I've got it set up. You're here. How would you feel about just doing an interview for the show? What do you think? I, I've never been interviewed before. Um, it's, what what goes into it? You ask the questions. I give the answers. You make me sound good. Um, you know what? It's just a conversation. Um, oh. You know, if you're okay with this, I'll introduce the show. And, um, it, it's, it's just a conversation. I don't have much in the way of pre-prepared questions. I, I, I'll just, I just, will just use this as an opportunity to get to know each other. What do you think? I think as long as your listeners wouldn't find me terribly boring, I'd be, I, I can make some room. Oh, what all twelve of our listeners? Yeah, don't worry about it. If they listen, if they don't find me boring, they're certainly not going to find you boring. So, <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we just get into it? All right, I'll just pull up a chair then. We'll have a seat. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I'll uh, <laughs> kind of uh, adjust the mic here a little bit, and yes, um, uh, I will just do a little introduction, and we'll get right into it. Are you? Are all you okay right. with that? I. That sounds great to me. Very fantastic. All right. Okay. So, ah, all right. Loosen up here. It's a little ritual I go through before every show. 
Deep breath. Energy. Welcome to a very special edition of the Half Hill Report, coming to you live this week from a lovely estate in Silvermoon. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and this week we are pleased to be speaking to my gracious hostess, the Countess Athena Firejoy. Countess, welcome to the studio. Well, thank you very much. It's a studio I know very well. Happens to be one of our guest rooms. Uh, Please, please, please call me Athena. The the Countess thing is a title I inherited. It's not... (laughs) Okay, okay. uh, I'm not used to it. You know, you're really the only um, second titled person I can consciously recall interviewing. Um, we interviewed the Baron, um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Taman Longfellow. And, oh. uh, so you're really the only, the second titled person that I can recall that's ever been on the show. So very excited to have you here. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't start with a very sincere thank you for your gracious invitation because I really needed to get out of Orgrimmar and <laughs> um yeah that was just I it, can, it, it I can certainly understand mm-hmm. um and uh first of all the room the accommodations are amazing the acoustics in this room and it, it's so comfortable thank you so very much um I really I really really appreciate it well you're very now, very welcome well, it's it's wonderful. Now, for the for those listeners who may not know what's going on here, a couple of weeks the count Athena sent me a very kind letter to come stay with me and your wife, the Baroness, the Baroness Mendria Shadespire. Shadespire, okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, here in Silvermoon, and this is really the first time you and I are meeting, although a little awkward circumstance in the beginning. For me and for the listeners, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, gosh. There's... mm. (laughs) Catch me off guard, although I should have expected this. Well, I grew up in Silvermoon, of course. Um, My brother and I were raised by our mother on Murder Row. Um, It's not as dangerous as it sounds, although... This is one of the riskier parts of the city now. Murder Row. Murder Row. Is that, a, I, is that a part of town I should avoid? I wouldn't say you need avoid it. It's just that you may find some rougher characters there than you would, say, oh, on the Royal Exchange. Fair enough. Okay. Good morning. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go on. You, no, so you, no, you, not at you all. You grew up on Murder Row. We grew up on Murder Row, yes. And then my brother and I joined the Farstriders when we were of age. Um, things got a little rocky here in Silvermoon. I think most people probably know the yes. story. And yes. um, some very unpleasant times. I ended up um, following Illidan Stormrage, actually, to the Black Temple in Outland. Became an Illidari, as you can well see. I see. Yes, <laughs> I, I have questions. We'll get to them. <laughs> I'll be happy to answer as many as I can. Um, following my um, uh, enforced vacation, shall we say, uh, I returned to Azeroth. Um, I 
somehow by the grace of the light or whoever you pray to, I'm not sure, um, ended up with um, finding this wonderful guild. Um, it's now run by a smattering, a council of folks. And that's where I met Mendria, actually. And really, that's that's how I came to be here now. Well, that's... It, so uh, it sounds like you've been through some difficult times in your uh, in your journey. Um, I just want to get a couple of, because you mentioned it, so I don't have to be the one to bring it up. You were, and it, you were, are, how do you define Illidari? Are you still, are. were you? How? Tell me. Well, <clears throat> there's not really an easy way to uneat a demon. Okay, so let's just get these questions out of the way right up front, because I'm sure our listeners are wondering. Of course. Can you actually see? And are you, in fact, your scars? <laughs> well, the level of sight a demon hunter has it varies among... It, it really varies from hunter to hunter. Um, Illidan, of course, the master, could see as well as anybody, um, anyone with their natural eyesight. Uh, my sight is slightly less gifted. Um, movement is easier for me to track than anything else. And what helps the most, of course, is a magical outline. If something is defined by energy or has energy residing within it, it's easier for me to pick up on that. That I don't have to struggle to see, which makes living in Quel'Thalas actually um, quite quite a boon, um, if I may use an outdated word. Um, it's much easier to see things when everything around you is enchanted. So, so how well... Can you see me? You know I'm a Pandaren, right? I mean, is that evident to you? Should I kind of shift around, move around, keep my head moving so that you know where I am? I I don't want to make assumptions. No, no, no. It's actually quite uh, it, it's quite apparent only because we are in Mendria's estate. Um, everything here is warded and guarded, and all sorts of magic flows throughout this place. It's really one of my favorite places, not least because she lives here. But so no, I can tell from the flow of energy around you. Okay, so you can tell I'm a Pandaren. You okay? Yes. That's that that's good. That's that's a plus because I don't sound like your average Pandaren. And there's a really interesting story behind that. Is there? Anyway, moving on. Um, so you mentioned in your letter that we have a mutual friend. Oh, we do. That's right. Seth Bonesprite. I'm, I am unbelievably curious about how an Illidari, uh, a, a countess, how do you know a goblin pirate? Well... This is also a long, convoluted story, as you might expect. Um, when I joined the guild Nethergard, there happened to be a young goblin priest uh, in that guild. Her name was Tack. Is Tack? She's a lovely little thing. Doesn't swear at all. We are very much diametrically opposed. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Okay. But um, when I came to the guild, one of her friends. Um, it's a very large, very 
powerful orc warrior named Lark. And so Lark brought me to the guild, brought me to Tack. And so Tack's family, the bone sprites of Booty Bay, are actually um, quite prolific. <laughs> and oh. so, Ze- so Zeph actually happens to be Tack's cousin. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> how well and- How well do you know Zeph? Oh, fairly well. She's dating my brother. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, you have a brother. You mentioned that. Tell us about your brother. Oh, my, oh <laughs> I'm not sure if I can repeat the stories about my brother. Well, uh, pick the ones that you me. feel like are okay for the show. <laughs> well, it, no, it's perfectly fine. He'll be delighted to know he's getting publicity. It might go to his head. His name is Ace. He's my twin. You have a twin. Yes. That's very interesting. You know, we have a uh, a regular uh, a member of the show here, uh, Eliandor, who is also a twin. Are, are twins common in Night Elf society? Or in, 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 in uh, I'm sorry, in Blood Elf. I've said Night Elf. Excuse me. I'm sorry. In, in, I have a question about Night Elf. In, in, in Blood Elf, are twins common? So it's... No, in short, they're, they're not. Um, I know that they're much rarer in night elf society, but it's strange. Uh-huh. Um, I seem to run into more and more of them as the years go by. Interesting. Interesting. So anyway, I'm sorry, I interrupted with the twin question. So he, he is your twin. Yes. And, and, what, we, the, and what does he do? Uh, cur- currently, he... Um, well... <laughs> He, like myself, really, are sort of be- between employments. Um, ah, I we, see. We, I understand. Well, you know, being married to a baroness, it sort of removes the need for any menial labor. Um, but we did grow up. We grew up in the Far Striders together. So we were rangers, uh-huh. um, which was, I suppose, the still the main focus of what we do. Um, our skill sets really don't go away. I see. But now, now we mostly spend time working with the guild. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Um, are you, did you both, um, were you engaged in all of that business in the Shadowlands with the jailer? Did, uh, I, I, you know, I, I only made a very, one very brief visit to that area. I didn't enjoy it, but. <laughs> is that is that something you engaged with? Did you directly confront the jailer or, I or did not. Uh, his minions? I did not. I um after after the kerfuffle on Argus back in the war against the Legion, um mm-hmm. I sort of decided that otherworldly exploits were, were maybe not for me. They haven't ended well in the past, clearly. Ah, I see. One of one of them put me in prison for about six or seven years. So <clears throat> that's a long time. Oh, it. How do you by. feel about that? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? You served time for undertaking what was arguably a noble cause. Well, well, look, I understand very well that. There were perhaps things done in service of the master that were not um, not publicly agreeable. Uh, I don't think the cause was 
unjustified. But the problem with Illidan is really that he wouldn't listen to anybody else. I see. I see. And so it's it's not that I regret following him because I don't. I I still believe that the Legion remains an immense threat, and it's. I I don't think really enough attention was paid to the sacrifice Illidan made at the end of that war. But but that's just me. I I digress. Oh no no I no I I was I was genuinely curious. I mean, you served time for um let's let's phrase it this way um good idea questionable execution i'd agree with that 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 a a good way that a good way to put it um so um so you said you were a uh you were a uh, forest rider before that um and you served uh obviously here uh, mm-hmm. where, where we are now in the, in the Eversong woods. And, yes. um, did you, did you enjoy your time as a forest rider? Did you serve with, for, or under, you know, who? Uh, we did. She, she was in really? fact, high, yes, she was in fact high general of the forest riders at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and did you have much direct interaction with her? Uh, not very much direct interaction. She was never really one to fraternize. Um, I see. We we would you know we'd see her, we'd interact, take our orders. I, we were never you know lieutenants or captains or any of that. Um, I see. It it was uh, we we were really <laughs> a couple of loose cannons. Uh, you don't really move up uh, in the okay. ranks if you're uh, if you don't you know step two. Is, but we did see is, her. We did work under her. So, so is Blood Elf society that highly st- stratified? Are the classes sort of separate? Oh separated my. to where oh my, yes. you wouldn't? Oh, really? Oh my, yes. And and where would you say that you're? Because you were, you said, born and raised in a section of town called. Murderer's Row. I'm guessing that murder, that's not Murder Row. I'm sorry, Murder Row. Murder Row. It, We're not it, all I'm, murderers down there. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, it was worrying me a little bit. Did, did, I'm assuming that maybe that's not from the people from there are not necessarily from the highest strata of Blood Elf society. No, you're you're correct. We, I would say, we're perhaps two or three steps up from the bottom. Okay. All right. Where, where would the, I guess, if the two or three steps up live in murder row, then I mm-hmm. guess what below that would be victim row. I mean, where where do you go? <laughs> where where do you go down from there? I, where uh, do you, where? you probably end up like Jerome, living under a bridge out front of the city. Oh, okay. All right. So just outside the walls, basically sleeping rough most of the time. Interesting. Okay. Jerome is a a regular out there? Is that... uh... Oh, you can always find him out there. He's either passed out asleep, drinking, or screaming poetry. That sounds like somebody I would like to get to know. I would love an introduction to somebody like that. I'd Um, be happy to show you the way. I must warn you, his poetry is not very good. Really? 
how oh, bad could it be? It, hmm, you'll see. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, you know, we I'm kind of used to dealing with people who, well, let's say, spend a little time with the bottle. Um, <clears throat> of course, Eamon Wet Branch. Um, you know, I love Eamon to death, and Eamon, if you're listening, I you know. No criticism, but you do like your drink, um, and then well, who of doesn't course, like a drink now and then? Um, well, you know, interestingly enough, I don't drink, um, oh. but that's not because I don't Re- like it. Really? That's because yeah, it's because <sighs> I liked it a little too much at one point. So uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I understand <laughs> so. perfectly. <laughs> and and of course, we get our um, uh, we get our farm report from a Jinyu who let's just say doesn't draw a sober breath very often. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm used to dealing with that. And, and so uh, I'd be very interested, interested to meet Jerome and would look forward to you um, doing that introduction. Uh, now I want to get back to, um, so you were a forest writer. Um, yes. You served within the ranks that were commanded by, you know, who, and um, so you made the choice to become uh, a demon hunter. I did. Um, painful decision. Very, very. But both, both, both physically and more so. Physically, mentally, emotionally. After the fall of the city, things weren't the same. I, mm-hmm. I, my brother and I were separated. I thought he was dead. In fact, oh no, um, really? Well, yeah. Well, yes. I couldn't find him. Oh dear. Um, I, a lot of scourge-related shenanigans. Sure. Uh, but, our, but our mother also passed in the fall. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I appreciate that. She was she was a wonderful lady. Um, credit her with teaching us everything we know. Hmm. Uh, but at the time, you know, nearly a complete devastation of our race, our city, uh, there was nothing much really going for us. So when the former prince made his intentions known to follow Illidan to Outland and go in search of another resource for our people after the Sunwell was destroyed, um, it really made sense to follow. There was nothing I was leaving behind. So was it as simple to say you were just looking for work? Or was there more to it than that? Looking for a purpose. Purpose. Okay. Okay. Because I can see where, you know, if the, if the, if the, you know, entry requirements are, not to put too fine a point on it, on it, but gouging your own eyes out and um, being covered with technically, are they scars or tattoos? Which which is it? it? It's a, it's a little bit of both. They're scars little, that have ink put into them. Okay, all right. So I would think that if if you're just looking for work, if you just need a job, and you were and this... your employer was to say. Okay, you seem to be a good fit. Now we just need you to gouge your eyes out and become covered with scars and tattoos. God, that's a that's that's a big step 
So you're, it, it's more than that. It was a purpose. Absolutely. I would say if you're looking for work, you could do almost anything that's less requiring than this. Okay. Any regrets? Uh, uh, no. None? Well, well, I... <laughs> Let's rephrase that. I do wish occasionally that I were better at seeing. Um, okay. It, All right. I, you know, being be having having relied on my sense of sight for most of my life to do the to perform the skills that I was trained to do as a hunter and a fast rider and a ranger, uh, it, it becomes a little bit harder to do that when you can't see. So you can't go back to that. Basically, that's. The, that that door is closed to you. Unless my prey is magically enchanted, no, that that door is is quite shut, and I'm not sure the okay. fast riders would have me back, even if I did wish to rejoin them. So that's so so that's a thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, my understanding, and I could be, I'm just a Pandaren from a small village, so please excuse my you know my ignorance in in some of these questions. No, no, um, not at all. My understanding is that it is a little unusual for a blood elf to become a demon hunter. That that was more the realm of night elf society. Is it? Is that true? You know, I I, I couldn't say. I ah, will okay. say that I did fight with many Kaldori. Uh, many Kaldori, and I think uh-huh. I, I think part of it was just that it was it made more sense for most of the Sindori to follow Kelthus. Um, I see. It, it was just he was our he was our leader, and so it made more sense for most of us, I think, to follow in those footsteps and assist with what he needed there. Um, I personally wasn't. Uh, I've never been a very good magic user shall we say. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I really wouldn't have been much help there. <laughs> ah, I see. Okay. So um, so maybe not as unusual as, as I thought then. Um, hard to re-enter Blood Elf? Well, I was going to ask, hard to re-enter Blood Elf society after serving under Illidan and serving time no offense um but <laughs> no, I mean, you right. see you seem to have landed on your feet as it were uh yeah i i would say it's it's what do i even say people are going to look at you funny if you have horns and no eyes and wings it's it, it was always going to happen i see um i I didn't have anywhere to go after after we were released, really. Uh-huh. Uh, there was no home waiting for me. There was certainly no family left. Um, not until I found my brother again. Again, more shenanigans. Right. So, so you said that you met the Baroness mm-hmm. in a uh, in your guild in a yes. guild. Um, she, I assume, uh, Illidari as well, or just 
uh, normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill <laughs> blood elf baroness? <laughs> well, she's far more than that. But uh, no, not, not an Illidari. She's actually from a quite well-established family. Um, a little bit, I, I guess a little bit new money, you might call it. Ah, um, I see. But still quite well-established in, in Silvermoon. And um, she's a very talented mage. Very talented. Ah, mage. Okay. Well, I, I, I have to ask. I'm sure the audience is wondering. Um, how, what, I'm assuming at this point you're married. You And I'm assuming mm. it's through the marriage that you garnered your title or 100 percent 100 percent. okay so no <laughs> royalty <laughs> you weren't secretly okay you weren't secretly like the illegitimate child of some titled something that it, 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 it's it's through marriage oh fell in light no I, it was all okay. through marriage okay so i'm i i gotta believe the audience is wondering i'm wondering what was that family introduction like for her to bring home an Illidari? No offense, but the, <laughs> that's very different, right? Very different. She, as well as I, we share some uh, historical similarities in that our families are uh, peculiar and estranged. She doesn't speak to her mother anymore. Oh, okay. Or, so... or very rarely. Her mother was very standoffish, and I, she's probably going to give me a little bit of you know what for going uh -huh. into the details on a radio show. But suffice to say that um, we're very much our own people now. <laughs> okay, so no awkwardness there of bringing home an Illidari and you, I don't know, knocking over silverware with your wings or anything like that there was none of that awkwardness the, not it, none it, of none of that awkwardness no okay. <laughs> and so you know despite your uh your life experience as i said you you seem to have landed on your feet in blood elf society and here in silver moon you are you are married to uh, whom uh, someone that I assume is a wonderful person um, and obviously oh. because you both have so gracious she does know I'm here right oh yes yes I well good I okay so there, there's not going to yes. be okay good all right that's I didn't want to be confronted by guards suddenly or dragged out of the city okay good um no, no. so obviously you're both wonderful people to so graciously have me here um and um you are you are titled you are married you are living in a lovely estate i would say it's safe to say you've you've reintegrated into blood elf society very nicely i well i i do thank you for that i will say i the Hmm. The public ceremonies are still always a little awkward. Of course, you know, oh. there's... Well, look, I can make anything look good, but it's hard to disguise the wings. Ah, uh, okay. So, fashion. Glad mm. you brought it up. Really? Um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, Professor Talib, uh, who is uh, my former faculty advisor, no longer my faculty advisor since I'm graduated, but my my dear, dear friend, Professor Talib, uh, and frequent, you know, frequently on the show, contributor to the show. Um, she, one of her favorite annual events, and I tag along with her, I don't know why, but I tag along with her, is the, um, what is that big fashion contest? Uh, trial of Style. Uh, the yeah, trial The Trial of, of Style. style. So yes. she loves that. Of course, uh, Eliandor, uh, always very Natalie dressed, um, just it, it never uh, a hair or a thread out of place. Um, it, it, it seems that blood elves of all of the races of Azeroth um, really seem to appreciate the sartorial arts, if you will, um, that the, you are obviously the uh, that the, how they dress fashion, all of that. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yes. And um, so, uh, so you even with your changed physical appearance, you—that's something that you still enjoy and participate in. It sounds like. Oh goodness, yes, and you're not wrong. There's oh, quite the emphasis on how one presents oneself in society. I have. Another dear friend who actually is a current fast rider. Her name is Serenelle. She's uh -huh. um, she's quite into the fashion scene. I've never seen her with a hair out of place. Always the best new sunglasses and the mm, flirtiest new ensembles. Oh, I see. Wonderful, I but see. yes, okay. the the guild gets together and we all join in the contest. And uh, whether it's Oh, gosh, they have so many themes. You've done it before. You know the themes. Um, yes, yes. So, oh, my goodness. The challenge to just uh, rifle through the closets and figure out what to wear. It's very much a production. Well, I would imagine since um, marrying into uh, a titled line um, uh, and becoming a member of the peerage, as it were, um, there are certain expectations on how you how you present. I I I have to. I, it seems, you know, you went from far striders who I would imagine dress very functionally, right? Yes. The, their oh, yes. attire follows their function. Um, to an uh, an Illidari who wear also functional if we wear anything at all <laughs> if you wear anything at all i'm i'm glad you're wearing something now uh and but very nice ensemble by the way very attractive oh thank you um to now and and that's what i want to kind of touch on a little bit here as we uh as we start to wrap up get to get to the end um that journey from Farstrider to Illidari to, and I would imagine your dress in prison was probably pretty minimal. It was um, necessary, but okay. uh, nothing, nothing further than that. They took okay. away my glaives, you know. Okay. So 
from there to countess and a member mm-hmm. of the of the peerage in Calthalas and Silver Moon. How do you, what do you think of that journey? That can't be a typical journey. No, I expect not. And uh, it, I would say I really don't deserve to be here. (laughs) Oh, now don't. No, it's true. It's true. I'm foul mouthed and uh, uncouth and, really not appropriate for high society but oh my wife certainly is and i am just uh remarkably lucky remarkably lucky so i it's i i think it's fascinating to say that you're not deserving of where you have ended up uh, no i'm not you know from from my perspective um everything you have done from the parts of your life story that you have shared with us here, all very noble. You have made sacrifices that the average uh, citizen of Azeroth, resident of Azeroth, couldn't even begin to imagine. I wouldn't ask them to. And you don't sound bitter. You don't sound angry. You don't sound... um, uh, put upon by your experiences, uh, you know, being uh, thrown in prison. Uh, mm. I think if anyone is deserving of holding title um, and being considered nobility, what you have done is beyond noble and has more than earned you that that title. Well, that's that's very kind and generous of you. I it's very hard for me to accept that there's been I, I i don't think i'm this is personal i don't think i'm very much do i huh. well huh. clearly marrying marrying a baroness didn't hurt i don't know that you would have gotten <laughs> i don't know did you said okay did, okay honesty check here honesty oh, check here it, did all, you, all right did, did you did you set out was that was this a plan? Did you were you sort of rattling around at loose ends? Like I'm an Illidari, I'm a, I'm a. You mean I, I are you are you in prison? Were you were you? I, mean, I I don't mean to offend, but did you? Are you insinuating that I was a gold digger? <laughs> no, no, no. But look, there's nothing wrong with wanting to advance your own fortunes, right? <laughs> I, 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 please, I hope yeah, I'm probably going to get thrown out of this. But those guards I was worried about are probably going to show up. No, but, I, you know, <laughs> no, no I think. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I <laughs> did. Did you let me ask you? Let me put it this way. Did you know she was a baroness when you fell in love with her? I I knew her title. Uh-huh. Um. But truthfully, it had nothing to do with it. She could have been dirt poor, dressed in rags, and I think seeing her, I still would have fallen head over heels. From the there first time go. I, from the first time I saw her, I knew that I would follow her anywhere she asked me to go. Oh. And 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 we weren't, you know, there. Were, she was she was engaged when I met her, and I've <gasps> had what? some affairs on this. Oh, well, yes, she she was. Um, <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I did, 
I did not let her know how I felt until after that had gone its own way. I I would wow. not have. I'm not the kind of person to break someone up. I, I it's not it's not in my style. I don't find it tasteful. Um, I didn't think I should should let her know until she'd you know found her own path i i'm not saying i'm unhappy that she did end the engagement but i you know it it's just her it's been her. okay so there is even further evidence and that's actually where i was going with this further evidence of your own nobility that you stood to the side even though you you had feelings for the Baroness. You stood to the side, knowing that she was entangled, as it were, until mm -hmm. such time as she was free of those entanglements before you made your feelings and intentions known. And thus more evidence of your nobility and your deservingness of the title of Countess. What? And that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still maintain that's quite kind of you. Well, listen, um, I, I can't, I, you know, it's, it's, it's the least I can say you have, you have given me a home away from home here. You got me out of Orgrimmar at Rijak. If you're listening, buddy, I'm, I'm sorry, but just the canopy just wasn't just wasn't hacking it anymore. And Look, so Rizek, if you're listening, you have to know that he can't live there. You have to he, come on. You know, he, come on, he, man. He, he was trying, he was trying, but he couldn't, you know, it just, it just wasn't coming together. And, you know, Rizek has a little bit of a history of pursuing business opportunities that sometimes don't work out too well, but this is the first time I've been so directly involved and it wasn't working out well for me. Anyway, setting that aside for a moment, you have <laughs> graciously uh, invited me and welcomed me into your lovely, lovely estate. And uh, again, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your, your hospitality and the you know, your generosity of, uh, of your time. Oh, well, of, well, of course there's, uh, hello. Isn't this a cozy little scene? Oh, and you are, um, Eliandor, uh, How Eliandor, uh, Eliandor, um, this is the Countess Athena Firejoy. John, oh, how did you get in here? Oh, I know very well who you are. And let's just say my sister Shalon and I have a certain set of skills, and it wasn't difficult to get past your guards. Mandria! Uh, uh, no, no, listen, I, there's no problem here. I just uh, wanted to stop by and see Taji and his elegant new digs, even though I had graciously extended an invitation to him first, he seems to have fallen in with you. What do you Countess. mean by that? Oh, nothing, nothing at all. It's just, he could have stayed with true members of society. Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. You sound bitter. 
Oh, no, not bitter at all. Eliandor, please, you're being very rude to my hostess. That That's... Look, no, I no, was going funny. to... I was going to come to see you. Oh, of course you were. I'm sure, but I couldn't resist coming by and seeing you and your new little friend here. Oh, this is funny. No, let him go on. I'm enjoying this now. Oh, no, no. There's not much to say. Tashi, you know where to find me, and um, Shalon and I will be more than welcome to see you at any time. It's just... Frankly, Shala's feelings were a little hurt that when we found out that you were staying here with the Countess. Yes, keep using the title. Go on. Oh, no, I don't mean anything by it. I just want to make sure you're clear that I know that you have the title of Countess. Oh, oh I do. So burn your bottom. It doesn't bother me the least. Um, the the nouveau titles in uh, here in Silvermoon, we all know, and the society is just. I, I, we will accept you into society, but we all know, and you know that we know, and we know that you know that we know. So we all know. So oh, we you all know. know there's a lot of knowing going around. There is a lot of knowing going around. Listen, Countess, I did not mean to interrupt your and my good friend Tashi's little little uh, tete-a-tete here, but um, well, I, I did want to come by. Well, maybe a tiny bit, but Tashi, yes, Eliandor, this is, you have no idea how awkward this is for me. Well, not half as awkward as when Shalon and I found out, quite to our surprise, that you were staying with the Countess and not with us, even though we extended the invitation. Can you imagine how awkward that felt? Well, we had to come over right away and see what was up. Well, listen, nothing's up. Eliandor, you know how I feel about you. You know what a friend I consider you. Well, clearly not. Countess, Athena, I am so terribly sorry. Eliandor, would you please apologize to (laughs) my hostess here? Apologize to the Countess. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be appropriate. Go on. Apologize. I apologize for For... interrupting your little tete-a-tete with Tashi. Thank you, Eliandor. That's probably about as good as I'm going to get out of you. Yes, it probably is. Well, listen, I can't hang around here all day with the Countess. So, you know where to find us, Tashi. Yeah, yeah, I do. So, next time you'd like to have me on the show, I would prefer a written invitation. (sighs) Okay, is this how you're going to be? Yes, this is how I'm going to be. Okay. Eliandor, again, I apologize. And Countess, I apologize for my friend's behavior. Oh, no. Eliandor, 
Eleanor, I, mm. I will come see you at the very earliest opportunity. Oh, I'm sure you will. Ta-ta, dear boy. Run along. Oh, I am Before so sorry. Before the smell I, of I, demon I, hunters uh, gets all over his clothes. I, I that was so awkward. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I no, I, don't apologize. I, listen, is... I knew it was going to be awkward. I, you know, Eliandor. Do you do you know? Did, he apparently knew who you are. Do you do you know who he is? I don't. But that doesn't really mean anything. He shouldn't take well, offense to it at uh, all. I I very uh, I don't really know very many of the okay. upper echelons here. So you you remember I said that you're the second night elf twin. You did. You mentioned I, his I, name. I, I yes. mean blood elf. I said night elf again. Blood elf. The second blood elf twin. <laughs> so Eliandor and his twin sister Shala um are from what I understand to be old money here mm. in um but he and his sister i guess have some issues with their father because they don't really fit into they're kind of dilettantes to put a word on it mm. um and he cut them off from the family money so she earns money carrying out ooh, how do i put this she's paid to eliminate problems do you take my oh. meaning oh they're assassins okay sure let's put a word on it yeah um yes uh Chala is an assassin um i don't know exactly what it is that uh eliandor does I know they were both trained as monks, uh, and um, so they have that set of skills, but that's basically how they earn their living, and then they are on the show. Eliandor comes on the show. He started out doing our Horde uh, uh, reviews of Horde City inns. As a matter of fact, one of the first ones he did was one of the inns here in uh, Silvermoon. Which one? And the nice so, one or the little piece of you know the what nice the one? I the nice ah. one, and I can't remember the name at the moment. Um, but anyway, he's been a friend of the show for a long time. I was afraid when I accepted this invitation that he might be a little hurt, but I absolutely did not expect him to come. You know, just come straight into your estate and confront. It was awkward. Um, and I apologize, and I I hope it doesn't change how you feel about me being here no not in the least i hope it's not awkward for you when you go to visit him later but honestly uh, he'll be <laughs> honestly fine. he'll be I fine he he's a little he's he's funny sometimes but he he'll be fine i'm a little honestly, worried I, about shala given what she does for a living but he, 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 he he'll be fine he'll be fine well glad to hear that honestly i live for people getting snarky about my background it's just mm, oh it. does that does that does that just does it, that that does something for you? Does it? Oh, it's delicious! They can't stand it. Ah, so it's a little bit just sort of you hold the title and he doesn't, and I don't. You know, I don't know what his problem is. I don't know what other people's problem is with me. Really, I expect it to happen, but I can't help being who I am, or 
where I came from, if it bothers someone that I'm here and they think I don't have a right to be, that sounds like a them problem. That's not for me to worry about. It just burns their little behinds. So I tell you what, at some point, we're going to make this right. Eliandor, deep down, is a very decent fellow, um, has believed in me at times when very few others uh, did and has always expressed his support for me. And um, I'm sorry that happened the way it did. And for the listeners, sorry for the awkwardness. That's a little unusual for our show. But Athena, Countess. I yes. want to, and and I, by the way, I'm using a very different tone than Eliandor did. Um, the uh, your hospitality and your generosity of your, you know, to have me here and all my stuff, and uh, you giving so really generously of, of your time. It's a lot. It you know you wouldn't have think you wouldn't have thought, but you know I'm I was planning on staying for a while. That's that's okay, right? That will be it. <laughs> I'm sure uh, once I talk things over with Mendria, everything will be just fine. Okay, as, great. As and I w- mentioned, it is a guest room, and really, we don't have too many of those. Although, if 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 the guild does come over for some cavorting, um, it, it may get a little noisy. Oh, is there is there cavorting involved? Occasionally. Depending on what all's going down, we do have uh, our friends here from time to time. It is well suited to entertaining. Well, so if there's cavorting, I, you know, I understand that Eliandor and his sister do enjoy the occasional cavort. So uh, that may well, per- be the, that may be the opportunity to sort of smooth things perhaps, over a little bit. Perhaps we'll extend an invitation that way, written. Of course. Yeah, I, yeah. He's his feelings are hurt. I wouldn't put too much stock in that. But, um, well, that's great. So it sounds like there's going to be an opportunity so that there's not this awkwardness. Um, you have been so wonderfully generous of your time uh, and of uh, you know, and again of uh, allowing me to come and stay with you. I want to be courteous of your time. We have been going on for quite a while now, and I I have to believe that there are duties attendant with being a a member of the peerage here in Silvermoon. I have one final ask of you. We we have a little tradition on the show. Uh, We have a saying. And it, uh, uh, that we end the show every week with the saying, make your own turnip. And what that means, I can see that I can see the expression that's a little confusing. Um, what it means is, uh, basically, um, pursue your own dreams, uh, make your own reality, uh, and, and go out and pursue that, which gives you, uh, joy and fulfillment and, don't seek other people's permission. So if you oh. wouldn't mind, I will give you the final word here to oh, invite. Are you, are you sure? What? You, you want it, to give it, me the, the final word? Oh, yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, uh, you go ahead and, and say whatever you want to the audience. And if you would, oh. if you would like to and feel comfortable, invite them to make their own turnip. 
Oh my, is there a reason it's turnip? Um, yes, because the, um, it's a kind of a long, complicated story. I used to record from a place called the Lazy Turnip in the village that I'm from, uh, the village Ah. of Half Hill in the Valley of the Four Winds in Pandaria. And we had a guest on the show, uh, a wonderful, wonderful orc uh, uh, by the name of uh, Thunk, who invited me once to make my own turnip, meaning find my own place to record. And that's it's become a tradition on the show. All right. All right. I can respect tradition. Certainly. we Lord knows we have enough of those. All right. Final word. I'm not very good at these. <laughs> uh, well, um, listeners of the Half Hill Report, uh, I suppose I should like to say that wherever, wherever your life's journey takes you, make sure to find your purpose in the things you choose to do. Acting without purpose rarely leads to anything good, and sometimes even if you do. But I think having that guiding light, that's what will take you where you need to go. I think I'll leave you with that and um, (laughs) make your own turnip. Thank you for listening to this special edition of The Half Hill Report. And we want to thank the wonderfully talented Salt Elemental, also known as Zeph Bonesprite, also known as Feloria, for bringing her amazing talent and her character of the Countess Athena Firejoy, a member of the Netherguard Guild on Wormrest Accord, to the show. This is her third appearance on The Half Hill Report, and it's always a delight. Find her on Twitter at Salt Elemental. The Half Film Report will be taking a one-week break next week, but we'll be back the week after that with our regular format. And remember, everyone, make your own turnip.